Good morning. And it feels to me really important when we talk about social enterprise that we're clear about the context of the world that we're moving into, so that we're designing things are as appropriate as possible. So just a couple of days ago, the head of the International Energy Agency said, high oil prices are now overtaking the sovereign debt crisis as the world's biggest problem. The last year the world found more oil than it used was 25 years ago, and depletion of conventional oil is falling by about 4 to 6% of the year, and demand is rising by 2 to 3%. Even the oil that we've discovered already that's in the ground is more than we need to tip the world over into one way climate change. And so really where we come from in transition, the approach there is about looking at these issues together. People, climate change, uh, the economic crisis, which is something the World Economic Forum did last year in their analysis of, of the challenges the world's moving into, the highest risks. Uh, and that's really what we've been working on for the last five years, trying to look at what solutions at that scale might be for and they're really focused for us around the idea of local and local economies, trying to build as much economic resilience into the places where we live. And so what we're talking about there really is what we imagine as being a heavy, near, far light economy. So things that are heavy to produce, food, building materials, are produced and sourced more, more locally to home, and things like ideas and software and these kind of things can be more, can be more widely sourced. So transition is something that has a, has a very strong vision about what a local economy could be like, looked at through this lens of where we might be going from here. So it's something which started uh, in the town of Thomas and Devon about five years ago, and has since spread at Ripple in Rome. There are now tradition initiatives in 34 countries, thousands of them. And it's really about people coming together, ordinary people coming together to try and make that happen. Not waiting for permission, but deciding they want to bring a new economy, a new way of doing things, into the world now. And uh, what we're seeing is, uh, is it, it really picks up, I think, on the Heather talk this morning about not knowing. And um, it's one of the things that's really strong in transition. We have what we call a cheerful disclaimer, which says, if you look at transition and think you know what we're doing, and, and then it's a, and it's a really thought out complete model, it's not. Getting involved in transition is, is an invitation to be part of a historic reimagining of how we do things. And what we're seeing flowering across the, across the UK now is a whole load of projects really, really exciting and appropriate to those times. So whether it's uh, in Lampton, the community taking over their town hall to turn it into a, uh, into a social enterprise, the Bristol Pound, which is the first uh, complementary currency for a whole city, being launched in May, which is a, a printed currency also with a mobile phone, so you can just go into a shop, text the shopkeeper, very active support from Bristol City Council for that. Um, whether it's the Dunbar Bakery, who are, who are here today, the community-supported bakery, uh, in Slack Place, another cooperative where the community have taken over their local greengrocer and it's become a real catalyst for a whole load of new local food businesses in the area. In, in the town of Lewis, where the community raised £300,000 in shares to put a, a, a solar array to turn the local brewery's roof into the UK's first community solar power station, and the brewery then brew a special celebratory ale called uh, Sunshine Ale to celebrate that. Uh, if it's Norwich Farm Share, a community supported agriculture scheme owned and run by people in Norwich. Uh, and Bath and West Community Energy, which is a very exciting project now running in Bath, where Scottish and Southern Energy invested a million pounds in them to get them going, and they've since raised another £700,000 from the local community in shares, the model whereby people are starting to move their pensions into a local resilient community. Very exciting model. So Sarah as well talked earlier on this morning about the trees, about the trees standing on their own, not getting knocked over by the wind, and the trees standing in the pots, 
were the ones that were more resilient. I'd like to add another thing to that analogy, which is that actually the thing that makes the trees in the crop standing on their own more resilient is often the mycorrhiza that runs through the soil, which is what enables the soil to remain healthy, the trees to communicate and exchange nutrients with each other. A block about that big of topsoil will contain about six miles of mycorrhizal fungus. And in many ways, what transition tries to do is to inoculate the places uh, with, with this kind of fungus that runs, this idea, this can-do spirit, this sort of uh, wanting to make resilience happen, that runs through the community and then fruits uh, in the most unexpected places. And when there are so many transition groups, as we have, they become almost like local laboratories, research and development units. They come up with things, they test them out, and they can then be replicated through other initiatives. So in Belsize in London, for example, the uh, Draft Busters initiative started in one of them there. Now most of the London groups doing it, happening all over the country. The Transition Streets, which is a street-by-street -street behavior change model, developed in Tottenham. One last year's Ashton behavior change, Ashton Ward behavior change, is now being rolled out in other places across the country. So to support that, Transition Network has set up what we call the Reconomy, the Reconomy Project. We have a stand out here. And Reconomy is really about trying to build a bridge between all these many initiatives now who've been looking at their own community, the possibilities there, what they want to happen, and increasingly people who want to invest in this kind of transition economy. So economy acts as a bridge between the two. It tries to span across so that we can bring people through to the stage of being investment ready. And at the local level, it's about uh, leadership, creating leadership, identifying people, giving them support. It's about visioning what, how we want this place to be, given, given the world we're moving into. It's about engaging with existing businesses in this context, but it's also about creating new businesses. And it's something that we're, that we're starting to see coming through very strongly now uh, and working to support and to bring investment to you. So as a kind of a microcosm of that, if you like, I'd just like to tell you about what we're doing in, in Totnes, which was the first one which has been going the longest, where I think there's a very exciting story emerging now. So Transition Town Totnes has been doing an economic blueprint, which is actually now the local town council's economic blueprint which is looking at the amount of money that passes through the food economy, the energy economy, the building materials economy, and what it would look like if we were able to start to put some of that through a more local economy. If we spend £20 million every year, then we know just 10% of that go into local businesses. That's a £2 million local food economy. That's very, that's very exciting. And also the fact that it's been done through the council gives it a lot more, a lot more credibility. We're starting an incubator for new businesses coming through who are inspired by this way of doing things. There's a, the Totnes Renewable Energy Society was launched a couple of years ago, now has 500 members about to apply for two 2.3 megawatt turbines on the edge of town. We held last week a local entrepreneurs forum. We brought together with people, people with ideas, together with investors and mentors, and all kinds of things are now starting to flower out of that. We are setting up local investment models. The local credit union is getting a new burst of life uh, and coming into that process. And one of the things I'm very involved in is, uh, is the Atmos project. So we have, we have an eight-acre derelict site in the middle of Totnes, and we're looking to take that over. This is the heart of a new economy, which, which is now emerging all over the town, and trying to turn that place into a, a catalyst for a transition economy where businesses can come through and can flourish. And the model is that, we, that as businesses emerge, they set up certainly feedback to support the centre and to drive this process in an ongoing way then it becomes a, a platform to accelerate this shift. So how has transition done that? How has it grown five years ago from one place to being now in 34 countries and being in this kind of hotbed of ideas?
years as seabed for the new enterprise. I think one of the ways is that it's very much self-organized. We're not a Coca-Cola franchise. It's an invitation for people to be brilliant where they are, to pick up what they're excited about, and it's sort of what engaged optimism really looks like in practice. It's an experiment, as I said, we make very clear that this is an experiment. Everyone who gets involved is part of shape, shaping what it does. There's also quite a degree of luck and timing. It's a bit like surfing. We get lots of people all around on the sea. At the time when we started talking about people and as an opportunity, we were really the first people to do that. And I think that idea was, was something that people were very, very hungry for. So in, in essence, what we're about is this idea that community resilience is a form of economic development. Making the places we live more resilient, more diverse, more abundant, happier, more nourishing is really where a lot of the economic activity of the future is going to come from and it's all the people 